Hey people, welcome back to Dr. Sam's Musings. How's your week been so far? Hopefully blessed and fulfilling. I hope you had a chance to listen to last week's episode on humility and seeking knowledge and the fact that God can send us knowledge from any source and via any portal. So today I want to talk about um, something that I feel like we all should constantly be thinking about and something that we all have to be deeply intentional about and it's about legacy building. And a lot of times when people think about legacy building, they think about it as regards business and, you know, succession when it comes to building an empire, a business empire and things like that. But I feel like legacy building is something that we can bite size into, into something smaller, but no less impactful. I think that we all should be very concerned about what we leave behind in the world and to ensure that in some way or form, we live it just a little bit better than we met it. You know, the world is in a very precarious state right now. I know that every generation always thinks that they've had it worse, but I feel like this is really, really bad times that we're living in now. It's almost like an apocalypse. And when you look at the religious books, there's so many of the signs of the final hour that are coming to pass, the wars, the injustice, the sexual deprivation the, um, dep- um, deprivation, and all of it, they're all in play now. So I feel like we're in really, really precarious times. And more than ever, we should be um, constantly reminding ourselves of the fact that we're not going to be here forever and asking ourselves, what have we done? What impact have we made? What legacy are we leaving behind in this world? And again, for me, I think it starts with ourselves and then we can extend it outwards. So personally, I always implore people to look inwards and look for the gifts that God has given them. I believe with all of my heart that all of us have innate gifts that we can use to make the world a better place. It might be wisdom, it might be creativity, it might be something that you've written, something that you've said, it might be anything, but I feel like all of us have these wonderful innate gifts that God has given all of us that we need to put to good use. For me, I recognize, thankfully, very early on that I have a gift of words and I'm very grateful for it. And God continues to push me in different directions to use the words. And I pray that should my life end today, I've left behind some beneficial knowledge that somebody can revisit and, you know, gain some benefit from. I feel like we all should be deeply invested in using our experiences, our lives, our blessings, to be blessings to others. If you've passed through something, if you've experienced something and you've gained valuable insights, you've gained valuable, you know, lessons from it, please use it to make sure that the next person that is coming behind has an easier task of things. There's no, I suffered, everybody else must suffer. If you've, you know, been divorced, if you've experienced child loss, if you've experienced some sort of, some form of trial, for example, and you've gained some really, really valuable lessons, you know, you can, you can be the reason why someone else has life easier. You can be the reason why someone else has hope. And I think that these are things that we should be concerned about sharing with others. The people that are truly successful in this world, are, are, if, you, if you really, really search them, and I don't mean success as regards money, I mean success as regards living fulfilling God-centric lives, they're, they're usually very selfless. They don't care just about themselves and their families and what matters only to them. They care about larger circles. They care about truly making the world a better place one person at a time. And I feel like some of us go through certain experiences just so we can be um, 
northern lights we can be anchors for other people dealing with the same thing so search deep within yourself and ask yourself what gifts do i have inside me that i can leave behind that i can use to you know, make this world a slightly better place than I met it. Some people have really big gifts. Some people have really little gifts, but none of it is insignificant. If all you do is make a change in some in one person's life, then you've done a really, really good thing. Your gift might be kindness. And I think that this is a gift that God has given all of us. I just feel like life and experiences suppresses the kindness of some people and that some people have it more than others. But if your thing is kindness, please let it shine forth. It's really, really difficult times for many people now. Leave a legacy of kindness. If you can, feed as many people as you can. Give an alms, support people, um, share a kind word. Anything that you can do, honestly, to show kindness. This is the time to really, really dig deep and find that kindness and share it. And the thing about kindness is that it goes forth and it comes back like a boomerang to you. You might not repeat from exactly where you sowed it, but on the day that you need it the most, that kindness will come back and, you know, benefit you. And the beautiful thing about it is that if it's done with sincere intentions, then the benefits will not just be in this world, but it would also be in the next world. Then after you dig deep within yourself and you look for your own gifts and the things within you, excuse me, that you can use to, to make the world a better place, begin to widen your circle. Look at your relationships. Look at your marriage. What is it about your marriage that you can use to better the world? Do you and your spouse do things to help other people? Do you, you know, sit down and talk about um, what you're leaving behind, who you're leaving it behind for, what are you, you know, doing for God? What are you doing for others? And then even the state of your marriage, are you using your marriage to be some sort of lesson for your children, for those around you? Or are you going to be yet another reason why people don't believe that, you know, marriage is even necessary anymore? And I'm not saying that, you know, you broadcast your life, or I'm not saying that you put on a show or you, you know, live a life because of what people think. I'm just saying that if you have valuable insight about marriage, if you know that there's certain things that you can do, there's certain ways that you can conduct yourself that can teach other people valuable things about marriage, please go ahead and do it. Go ahead and give somebody hope or renew somebody's hope. And I feel like we also need to be very honest about life's experiences. This can be the biggest big, biggest game changer. Everybody wants to put up this facade of perfection. So we're not really teaching people about how to deal with life as life really is. Like I said, if you've been through something, it might be in your marriage and you, know, you, you, you overcame it, you and your spouse worked together, you overcame it, share that information with other people in whatever way you find it best so that other people can learn from it and they can maybe avoid the pitfalls that you had or if they're going through the same thing, they have the tools and the information to also do better. And then going further, look at your children. I think that this one is super important because for me, I always think I'm not just raising my child. This is going to this person is going to grow up and be somebody's spouse. This person is going to work with people. This person is going to be someone's neighbor. This person is going to be a friend, a random stranger on the street, you know, what tools am I putting in this child now? What, how am I raising this child to make sure that, you know, they're a blessing and not a menace to society? 
And your children can be your biggest legacy. They can be the biggest impact you can make upon the world because whilst you are one person, they go on to be several people in their interactions with people. So you have to be very, very intentional and deliberate about how you're raising your children and what you're telling them, how you're showing them the world. And the older your kids get is going to be more about what they see you doing as compared to what they hear you say. So it's no more going to be, oh, stars in the eyes for mama. Everything that mama says, my mom is my angel, my mom is my hero. As they begin to form their own personalities, as they begin to grow into themselves, the things that they take on subconsciously are the things that they see you do. The kindness, the way you watch your words, the way you treat other people. You know, the things that they see you do are the things that will imprint upon them. Are you teaching them about God? Are you teaching them about you know, how to be good to themselves and to others. This will be your biggest legacy, far, far, far beyond anything else that you can do. So if you're blessed to have children, honestly, be deeply intentional. For me, I'm constantly worrying that I'm not doing enough. And I guess, yeah, people will say it's part of the mom syndrome. But for me, as a Muslim mother, and as, you know, someone who benefited so much from the way that she was raised, I'm constantly thinking that I'm not doing so much. I wake up in a panic. Sometimes I wake up crying. Just yesterday, I asked my daughter how many names of Allah that she knew, and she could barely list, you know, and I'm like, gosh, I need to do more. I need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And sometimes it's actually my children that reassure me because I'll be like, okay, what's our charity plan? And they'll say, oh, mama, we just did this. What's our family study plan? You know, they're the ones that now turn around and reassure me on the days that I feel like I'm not doing enough. But I think that more than what we teach them formally is what we're showing them. It's when you see that your child shows an act of kindness to someone random and it's, you know that it's because they've seen you do the same thing. It's when you see your child be kind to the, the child that nobody wants to be friends with at school. And you know that they, it, it's, from, it's from how you've raised them to always look out for others. These are the things that, you know, can be the biggest legacy that we can leave. And, you know, go on, go further. Your siblings, your friends, what are you, what kind of relationship do you have with people? When they think about you, do they remember you? Do they think about you as someone who calls them to good? Do they think about you as, oh, someone, oh, this one is only there for enjoyment. This one is my party animal. This one is this. Or do they think about you and think, man, Sam is always, or Fatima or Aisha is always calling us to good. Like she, she reminds us about God. She reminds us to be good and kind. What do people benefit from you as a person in your larger circle? And the thing is, the, the beautiful thing about life now is that all of us have audiences no matter how little for as long as you have a social media page you have some sort of audience even if you have only 10 followers what are you passing on to those followers what are you leaving behind if for example tomorrow now i know that a lot of people don't like to think to, to think about death if your family has put up an obituary on your instagram page or your facebook or your whatsapp status what is the first thing that people would miss you for what would they think oh my god she's gone is it going to be you know, the memes that you put up or the, the skits that you put up, or would they think, oh my God, this person that used to give us such valuable, you know, information and whatnot is gone. What are the things that people will pray about you, pray for about you? It's really, really, really worth thinking about, you know, because we get so caught up in leaving that we don't realize that this is just a precursor to our real life and that we need to sow seeds here that will really, really germinate for us in the next life. And it's in, you know, thinking about things like this. What have you done? Have you built a well that would continue to give water after you've gone? Have you contributed to someone's education? Have you 
you know, given out, you know, beneficial knowledge. What have you done? In Islam, it's said that the deeds of a person ends when they die, except um, a few. And these are the things that are called sadaqah jariyah. They're the things that keep bringing you blessing even after you're gone. And, you know, one of the biggest forms of sadaqah jariyah will be your children and how you've raised them. But things like leaving behind beneficial knowledge, leaving behind the water source, planting a tree that continues to give shade, um, taking care of someone's education, and things like that are things that we should be so desperate to invest in because these are the only things, these are the kind of things that we can take along with us, quote-unquote, into the next life. So... I want everybody, if you're listening to this, just see it as God calling your attention to something. And I say that not because I'm saying God is using me, but I'm just saying that nothing happens by chance. And if you're listening to this, I, I honestly hope that you ponder on it and you ask yourself what your legacy is. Do you even have one? What are people going to remember you for? What have you left behind? Who are you and what are you doing with your life now to ensure that even when you're gone, you have some you know, you've left something behind that would help you in the next life. What kind of children are you raising? What kind of businesses are you running? What kind of hobbies do you have? Who are the people that you hang around? And what impact are you guys making upon the world? I think that honestly, it's something, especially if you're, you've been blessed to live up to the ages of 40, 50, and you know that no matter how kind God is, you're definitely closer to your grave than you are farther away from it. So it's time to really, really start thinking about the journey ahead what are you leaving behind? What is your legacy? I always implore people, if you know that you have an audience, if you have a big following on social media, for example, or you belong to a community where people listen to you, or you have some sort of persona where you have the ears or the eyes of people, honestly, milk it for what it's worth. For what it's worth. Share beneficial knowledge. Call people to good. Make community impacts. Like, there's so much hunger in the land now. What are we doing to mitigate that? I feel like this is the time that we should be coming together to think about food banks and, you know, putting together food care packages and things like that. Because honestly, if we don't do that, the have-nots will eat the haves. It's just the, it's just the, 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 the natural, um, the natural, course of events that will follow. If we don't take care of people, if we have a little to spare and we don't use it to take care of other people, then those people will feast on us in the end. And even aside from being afraid that they will feast on us, like we should have hearts that are soft and pliant and worry about the next person. Honestly, this is the time if you haven't done so to do a cost of living adjustment on your staff salaries, to put a little bit here and there. If you have extra, when you go shopping for your food, for example, if you buy a sack of rice, give your staff a bag or a little protein bag of it to take home to their own families. When you buy a keg of vegetable oil, if you can buy a small container, just ease someone's burden. And I implore all Muslims that are listening to this, Ramadan is coming and I know that times are hard and I know that things are more difficult than they've ever been. But I'm begging you, if you have people around you, that you can feed. I beg you, feed as many people as you can, raw food, cooked food, anything that you can. And let this be a time of really, really, really showing what Islam preaches about, wanting for others what we want for ourselves, and the true spirit of zakah and sadaqah. We cannot eat to our fill when the people next to us are starving. And this is not the Ramadan to have a lavish iftar and sahur. This is not the Ramadan to be wasteful. This is not the Ramadan to, you know, do things with rafla and heedlessness. This is the Ramadan where 
instead of having three means you can have one main and you know feed other people with what you would have used to cook the pasta that goes with the rice and goes with the yam you know there's so much excessiveness in ramadan and this is the time that we're supposed to be the most simple so i'm imploring you leave a legacy of kindness this ramadan let somebody somewhere know that alhamdulillah at least i know i won't be hungry this ramadan because of the kindness of your heart and call as many other people to this as you can I hope that this has made sense and I hope that it makes you truly go and ponder on what legacy you're leaving behind now and after you're gone. Have an amazing rest of the week, guys. Bye.